baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Thursday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. Our top story today was actually a very sad story out of Ashland um, that you handled, Jeff, um, and a story that uh, we didn't really hear much about when it first came through. But, uh, you know, now that it, it I don't want to say that it's gotten much more serious, but now that it it is gotten more serious so to speak well i mean the reason we know about it is because they've arrested some people in this case um this dates back to the 15th of october which is two weeks ago this coming saturday so 15th of october um ashland police were called out around uh around a little bit after midnight on october 15th so it was early saturday morning that day uh, they were called to uh, the Days Inn on England Street in Ashland to a two-year-old child who was in uh, medical distress. When they got there, they found that the child was alone, nobody else in the ho- or the motel room, and they administered some CPR, some life-saving skills, but uh, they ended up taking the kid to the uh, uh, VCU Medical Center, where didn't die instantly. It was five days later, the 20th of October, that the child died. As you mentioned, we had not heard anything about this case. Uh, but today we hear that two people have been charged with child abuse and neglect in this case. Uh, 21-year-old Danielle Tullis of Fredericksburg, who apparently is the uh the uh, the boy's mother and uh Raquan Gillians 24 of Ashland who is the boyfriend okay not the father of the child apparently um so uh they have been arrested for child abuse and neglect uh we tried to get an on-phone interview with Ashland police and they said they were not prepared to speak at this time because this case is still really much it's it's under investigation still where this feels like a conclusion it's really not they still have to they still have to find more uh things that you know why this happened and that sort of thing and they're working with the uh, Hanover County uh, Commonwealth's attorney's office as well as the uh, uh chief medical examiner child protective services all sorts of other people, including the Hanover Sheriff's Office and, uh, as I mentioned, Department of Social Services. But keep in mind that uh, Ashland has its own police department, even though they're not a city, but they do have their own police department and Hanover Sheriff's Office assisting them in this. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, not over yet. This, This story is not over yet. There's still a lot more to be figured out. No, under, under understood. Um, and and 
this is why it pays to listen to this podcast. I'm going to actually give you some information that we don't even have in our newscast yet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, this doesn't deal with the Ashland story, but it deals with the story you and I were both following about a half hour ago um, in which uh, we were, just so you know, it's currently as we're recording this uh, for the people who are listening to the podcast, uh, 4.30. Um mm-hmm. We had received news earlier this afternoon that uh, Highland Springs High School was on a what is known as a lock and teach, yeah. better known in common parlance as a lockdown. Don't leave the school. Yeah, don't leave the, yeah. Uh, you know, no movement around the school. Henrico police have now just tweeted out that what they were investigating, whereas Henrico schools had said it was a suspicious person, Henrico police say it was a possible weapon on or near school grounds. Okay. So- Highland Springs has had a, a rough couple of weeks. Um, you know, yeah. there was that large fight. And so now they're taking this potential, you know, suspicious person, suspicious weapon on school rounds as well, very seriously. So yeah, that, that may or may not develop as you listen to this podcast or maybe before you actually listen to this podcast, depending on the timing of when you listen, but yeah. just some additional information. That yeah. We- and you know, to be clear, we heard this on the bus driver channel on yes. the scanner. Yes. And they were telling, you know, people that bus drivers weren't in danger in this situation, but they need to stay in their bus too. Yeah, exactly. And so, and just so to peel back the curtain and how the news works, obviously we heard this, but we weren't going to be report because we didn't have official confirmation outside of what the bus drivers were, were saying on the, the right. bus driver channel. We, we heard some stuff from Henrico schools and a little bit more stuff from Henrico police. Yeah, exactly. And now we've got the additional details from, from Henrico police. Also, yeah. since, since I'm talking about Henrico police, I will tell you, Henrico police also tweeted out this afternoon from a story that we did uh, a, a while ago. You may have been on vacation when, when we were doing this story. Um, they had in a partnership with Midas to. Uh, oh, no, and, no, that was last week. Uh, couldn't remember if you were ever getting. They've announced additional dates for the, for the, um, the tagging of the uh, yeah, converters because the demand has been so huge. Oh, well, that's cool. I yeah, mean, so. yeah. I mean, it's like, so people con- are listening. People so, are. Yeah. Doing, doing what they can to make sure they don't get stolen. So right. contact your local Midas. Not that this is a commercial for Midas, but contact your local Midas to find out what days are available because they don't have that in the tweet. Well, I mean, the police are, that's who they're yeah. you know, connecting with and, and partnering with. So, 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 yeah. uh, but anyway, so since, since we were talking about Enrico police, I figured we'd throw that information in there as, as well there. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to other stories, but let's stick with police. Um, Richmond coalition of police, um, today uh, talked a little bit about their reaction to the resignation of Chief uh, Chief Gerald Smith, um, and they said morale has almost instantly improved within their members. Now, I will say, our cop has been in opposition to Chief Smith for a while. This is not, you know, this should not yes. be a surprise. Right. right. Um, but they said morale has improved among their members. They seem pretty happy with the acting chief, uh, Richard Edwards. Uh, who apparently has already said he's going to go around and talk to the precincts. So, and they're happy that he's a former, you know, former member of the rank and file in the Richmond police department. So they seem pretty happy there, but they've said morale is already improving within the department. Of course, there's still the vacancies, there's still other issues, but they seem to be a little bit happier than they were, you know, five days ago. And I would think vacancies would have a little bit of a uh, effect on morale as well. 
Right, right. And and there's a lag time to fill that because it's not like you can just turn around and hire. No, a, this is not something that'll be fixed overnight. <laughs> can't, can't turn around and hire an officer and have them start the next day. You do have nope. to train them. I think there is some, you know, like I think an officer could go from Enrico to Richmond, Chesterville to Richmond, Ashland yep. to Richmond, something along that line. But, um, you know, you can't just walk into a police department and say, hey, I want to be a, be an officer and be an officer the next day. You know, you do have to get trained. Yep. <laughs> so, so. Um, moving on to, uh, other stories that we covered, um, and a story that we've continually covered for, for weeks and weeks and months, and maybe even a year now, um, the transgender model policy for schools, which, um, the comment period ended Wednesday, the Youngkin administration had said that it was going to take effect basically today. Well, it's not been delayed for 30 days. And that's because, uh, state law requires that if anyone says that the policy or any policy um, in, during the comment period is contrary to state law, you have to take another 30 days to respond to that person. There were 71,000 comments on that policy. And you would think the odds are pretty good that one of them was at least one, that at least that at least law. that at least one. Right. I did not go. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I did not look through the seventy one thousand to see which comment it was. <laughs> I did not have the type of time. To no, do. no. But so, I'm sure it was. It, you know, I'd even go out to say maybe it was more than one. I'm I'm willing to bet it was probably at least a hundred. Right. Because <laughs> because because there were the ACLU was was pointing out that there was this case. Yeah. Um, you know. They, that people could do this. I'm sure more than one person did this. So, so what happens in the meantime? The, um, the the agency has to respond to the person who raised the concern okay. and uh, I guess argue why it isn't against okay. state law. And then uh, it will, it is set to take effect on uh, November 26th. Which, which, I mean, that's the earliest effective date. Um, yeah. I will say that is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I don't know if they'll actually put it into effect on the Saturday after Thanksgiving, but that's, you know, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what is required for it to actually become effective. So, you know, beyond that. So, um, but it, you know, again, this is a story we've continually watched for, for over a year now. So it's just, and, you know, kind of also behind the curtain, we, we kind of theorize this might happen. Yeah. We, yeah. I mean, once the ACLU raised, uh, raised this uh, part of the Administrative uh, Process Act, I, it was fairly obvious somebody was yeah. going to put that in there. So yep. so whether it was the ACLU uh, themselves or, or somebody else, it, somebody was going to raise that that concern. Right. So, so that's that's where we stand on, on that uh, policy now that the comment period has ended. But again, 71,000 comments. I don't think I've seen 71,000 comments on anything. That's one hell of well, that was one hell one heck of a Facebook post. If it had to, <laughs> oh, we're gonna have to change our clean designation. I, I think that still qualifies as clean, but yeah, <laughs> I think it does. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Maybe forty years ago, it didn't. But. So, and and also just something else to mention. This is unrelated to the the transgender policy, related to schools, not related to the transgender policy. Um, a couple of fundraisers going on for the Dinwiddie students. Um that were injured in that chemistry experiment gone wrong, the fire that followed. Um, a couple specifically for Jay Bryant, who was the uh, student that was most seriously injured. Yeah. Um, those are taking place this weekend, both at Roma's on Staples Mill. I think it's not far from from uh, Staples no, Mill. it's not far from our studios no, at all. Yeah, and not far from Staples Mill and Parham. 
Right. Um, yeah, you're right. I think Between, it's near. Uh, I think it's across the street from the Aldi. I think. Uh, no, I think it's a little bit further down than the Aldi is. I mean, the Lidl, you mean? Lidl. Sorry, sorry, I got my my discount oh. grocery mixed up. Your discount um, foreign grocery stores mixed yeah. up. Um, you knew what I was talking about. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. But it's, but it's I drive Sta- down that road every day. It's on on Staples Mill, and also there's two in Prince George uh, County, uh, Luca and um, and Morea. Um, it's down down at Prince George. Yeah, yeah, that are that are both holding a fundraiser, and then. Dinwiddie schools themselves are doing a fundraiser on November 19th, which is the Saturday before Thanksgiving in which they're selling barbecue. Uh, basically they're having a barbecue dinner at their school to raise money. So, so and they're probably, they're probably doing it on a Saturday because they're hoping that they're still playing on Friday nights at Dinwiddie at that time. So, you know, they're undefeated right now. There's a good, good chance. There's playing. good chance. They have a good football team, Dinwiddie, yes. which is yeah. seems to be the case year after year. Yes. So are we talking about the VCU beer thing? A VCU beer. Yes. Because this was another story that also broke late, late yes. in the evening. They, and, and longtime listeners to the podcast know that I always come in with this hot idea that, yeah, we'll mention this, 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 and this. And then we get going and then I completely forget one story. It sounded like you were wrapping up. So that's yeah. why I was. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was going to actually ask you if there was anything more we had. So, yes, yeah, the yeah. VCU beer story, which we did earlier in the week, where VCU was doing a branded beer with Hardywood. And uh, it was going to be unveiled. I don't actually know if the unveiling took place Wednesday night or not, because uh, it sort of got uh, well know, sucked in with a bunch of other stories that happened this week. The, the timeline we heard from VCU is that they had concerns from Adam Oaks's family, right, on Wednesday. Right. So, so, so when that uh, so happened. I, I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. I don't know if the the actual thing at Hardywood took place. That being said, um, VCU has now pulled the branding um the branded beer that they were going to do with with Artiewood. The partnership has been paused um and, and it's not it's not going to happen. And this is due um in part to like you said um concerns by the family of Adam Oaks. I know faculty raised concerns. We yeah. talked to a faculty member who had concerns. Um faculty and students had voted against it in a committee um and uh you know that was part of the concerns that that the VCU professor raised just in terms of Hey, we have shared governance and you guys just basically ignored us. Um, the Adam Oaks thing was obviously the bigger issue because you had a student who just recently within the last two years died of alcohol poisoning. The court proceedings, I believe, are still going on for a few students. Oh, for sure. that. Yeah. Um, I, I know a large number um, have been dealt with that have pled guilty, but there's still, mm-hmm. I believe, a few more are still ongoing. Sure. Um and and the VCU uh, professor uh, Everett Carpenter, he's a chemistry professor at uh VCU had said, you know, this is this is in poor taste doing this right now. Um, And so VCU has has pulled the branding at this point, saying they took the concerns into effect. And, you know, to let you know, we tried to get Everett on the phone again to get a reaction to them pulling the beer. And unfortunately, you know, and, and, you know, things happen. He's a busy guy. He's in a meeting and can't get out of. But he did give a little brief. reaction to that and he says uh, he's pleased that vcu decided to pull the beer and looks forward to helping work to find alternative scholarship options right. or scholarship fundraising which do not violate mission or core values and 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 because and you mentioned scholarships vcu was going to use the money uh from this the, the this branding to to fund scholarships yeah um so that's that's why that is mentioned there so right. 
And so that was what he said, which, you know, was very brief, but also kind of telling as well. So. Yeah. And they, I will tell you, he was a very good interview, very, uh, very interesting interview earlier in the week um, and, and was and was very, very um, consistent in saying, you know, this is not a good idea. This is not something that, that we should be doing as VCU. Other colleges have. But he also pointed out, you know, our advertising messages were an uncommon institution. Why should we do what every other institution is doing? It's kind of the equivalent of uh, your mom saying, well, my friends have this. And I say, yeah. well, if your friends, you know, did this or jumped off a cliff, would you do that? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that was almost exactly the point he was making. So, yes. So, so again, a pretty newsy uh, Thursday on a pretty newsy week. Um, so a lot of, a lot of things going on. Um, but uh, that that's basically what we have you for you today. Oh, and since we've been mentioning it every day this week, Nobody won Powerball. It's at eight hundred million. We'll probably talk about that again tomorrow. So, uh, right since the drawing, next drawing is Saturday, right? Uh, yes, I think it's next. I think it's Saturday. So it's this coming. Saturday. Yeah, I know. I, I stopped before he <laughs> fully said next. I knew it. Yes. So, so okay. This has been the Thursday evening edition of its news to us. He's Jeff Stapleton, the guy who corrects me when I forget stuff. I'm Matt yeah. Dumline, news director. WR. I think David also does that too. Yes, yes but he's not on today's podcast. Oh, so. he's not. In any case. That's been its news to us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 